Welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fined. My name is Thomas. My name is David, and we're back with another episode. That we are, but really fast, David, I have a question for you. Okay. How often? Seven times. Do you think about nothing a day? Uh, not very. Really? I have a wandering mind full of anxiety and depression, so... I, I've seen that little trend going around where it's like, yeah, sometimes dudes just think about nothing. And I'm like, oh. I don't. I, I think about how awful things could get. I think about nothing. Regularly. Like a lot, a lot. Like like for you, like when you were like, I have a, mi- a wandering mind and like anxiety, my mind also wanders. But if it wanders far enough, it wanders to nothing. See, my thing is the only time... Like, I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm hanging out with friends, I'm thinking about the friends that I'm with. Right. If I'm watching TV, I'm thinking about the show that I'm watching. If I'm playing Sudoku, I'm thinking about where the one goes. If I'm playing Spider Solitaire, I'm thinking about my best move. If I'm working, I'm thinking about work. If I'm playing Pokemon, I'm thinking about Pokemon. Like, it's... I... You know? I mean... Yeah. So I don't know when my mind has time to think about nothing. I just drift into autopilot so frequently. Uh, Like, especially when I'm driving. See, even when I'm driving, that, I will say, it used to happen to me when I listen to music. But I'm more of a podcast guy now. Mm -hmm. And so now when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm like listening to what the people are saying. So see, I have a and thinking easier, about that. I have an easier time listening to music and staying dialed in than I do podcasts. Like you ever like? I mean, I can I can see that considering when you talk to regular people like us, you kind of zone out. So I can see why listening to people would make you zone out. Called out, dude. Dude, you have no idea. You as the person who does it have no idea how many times. We're all hanging out. Me, you, Kat, Maddie, Tara, uh, Ben, like all just hanging out. And we'll be having a conversation and then we'll all be like, Thomas? And you'll be like, what were y'all talking about? I don't know. Or better yet, Thomas? 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 Huh? Yeah. What's up? What's going on? We were just talking about your condition. And your experience with it. <laughs> How are you not paying attention? And you'd be like, oh, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I was just chilling. I was just hanging out. I was looking at the cat. Oh. All the time. Minimum three times every time we hang out. Minimum. I can't help it. You can. I promise you Pay I can. more attention to the people you care I about. I pay as much attention as I can. I'm sorry. Like, okay, do you ever, like, do you remember? Listen, as bad as you are at paying attention, that's how bad I am at remembering things, so probably not. Do you remember uh, when, whenever you would read a book? No. Like, for school or whatever? David, you have a lot of faith in me. David, how, how many books do you think you've read? Just honest. Cover to cover? Cover to cover. I know for a fact how many books I've read cover to cover. How many? Three. I took a Holocaust class. What? 
I took a Holocaust class that I was very interested in. It was an amazing class. Yeah, it sounds like a great class. It was an incredible class. Yeah. Learned a lot about the Holocaust. Uh-huh. And so, um, like a lot, it was kind of depressing, but it was a really informative, oh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a great class. Yeah. Um, and two of the books, we had to read two books in that class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read both of those cover to cover. And then I've read the Bible cover to cover. Okay. Um, well, now I've never read the Bible. I should say this. I should clarify this because I like people are like, have you read the whole Bible? And I say, yes. They're like, whoa, how long did that take you? I've never started at Genesis and ended in Revelation. I've never read it from front to back. That's a weird. But I have read the entirety of the Bible. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, every time I've tried to read the full Bible, I just like, I can't. Yeah, I get, valid I get stuck in the Old Testament, especially the book where it's like, every, this person was this many hundred years old. Skip the genealogies. this person dude. was this hundred My advice, years old. the genealogies in the Bible are mm-hmm. important for historical record and nothing else. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying They're important for this. lineage and nothing else. So when you read the Bible, skip the lineages. And then if you ever have a question about a lineage, Google where it's at in the Bible and go find it. That's my advice to anyone attempting to read the Bible. Because yes, if you just sit down to read the Bible, when you get to a certain part of Genesis, you're going to die. Skip the lineages and the genealogies. And if you ever need them, look up where they are and go reference them. But do not sit there and read page after page after page of genealogy. Because literally it is useless except for record keeping and for like the lineage of like Jesus. Yeah, no, whenever I was younger and, David. and like, you know, super churchy and I was trying to read the Bible, either those genealogies or Leviticus would just, Leviticus would is just kill my mind. Leviticus is brutal. Uh, and it wasn't pretty. But uh, no, the reason I asked about books was, uh, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I mean, the Bible's made up of 66 books, so technically... Okay, don't... don't I've read get... 68 books. Take your semanticals and shove them up your I've rear. read 68 books. Have you ever, while reading, read a line and your eyes move down to the next line, but then your brain's like, wait. Yep. That's why I can't read. What just happened? That's why I can't read. Because I'll read... I have, a Harry, I have Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. I know what happens. I've seen that movie a billion times. Right. I will pick up that book. Mm-hmm. I will read the first five pages. And by the time I get done with the fifth page, I'll be like, wait, what? And I'll have to go back to page three and reread everything I just read. Yeah. Which is I, why I can't read. I have that, but like with everything. <laughs> In life? Yeah, just everything. Also. So like when we're hanging out, I'll just be like thinking I'm zoned in. I'm I'm doing the things and then I get put on the spot and I'm like, can we reread that section? Yeah. Um, also, I do want to point out I used yeah. to love reading when I was a kid, specifically the Magic Treehouse books. Same. Mary Pope Osborne is a genius. She deserves a Nobel Prize. Yes. Um, so when I finished the fourth grade, there were 26 Magic Treehouse books and I had read all 26 Magic Treehouse books. Nice. But those have like seven words per page. And so I don't usually, when people ask me how many books have you read, I don't count those. Because if you took all 26 that I read and put them together, it's maybe a book and a half. I used to read a lot as a kid. I read a lot of Magic Treehouse. 
Uh, because, like, you know, though, do you remember those, like, reading things that you would do AR? in school? Yeah. And, yep. like, that's what if, I read all the magic trails for. If you finished high, like, with a high enough score, you'd, like, get something cool. Like, one day they took us in a limo to get McDonald's, and I really wanted to do that. So I, like, we got, like, credit for our in school store. Oh. <laughs> Well, we didn't I, get a limo ride to McDonald's. They also got, they paid for our McDonald's. It was like a wow. happy meal. That was fantastic. Heck Do you yeah, know man. how dope it is to get rewarded with McNuggets for reading a book? Yeah. I should also say this so I don't yeah. just sound completely stupid. I do read a lot of like peer-reviewed journals and articles and stuff like that like for work. Like, So mm-hmm. I've read a lot of theological journals and articles and ph- philosophical journal journals and articles. And I've read the majority of a lot of books. I've just full books. It's the 26 Magic Treehouse books. The two books that actually count that are real books, which are Night by Elie Wiesel and The Kingdom of Auschwitz by Otto Friedrich. And then the Bible. Books? By hundreds of people. Books have made me cry more than movies or TV shows. Interesting. A book has never made me cry. You must not be reading as dark as what i okay that well dark sounds wrong I'll say i read a book called the kingdom of auschwitz uh there is a my favorite that that book did make me cry i lied i, I was about to say it'd be kind of surprising that, that something book didn't, make, didn't make you cry um there was a book i read in high school that i really loved that made me feel like emotions it was called the kite runner Definitely do not recommend it unless you're above 16. You know what book, what books I hate? What? The sports books. Because boy howdy, the last two weeks, they've had our number. Yeah. I love how you just abruptly. Yeah, because we're talking about books and we're 10 minutes in to a segment. Calm down. We can't do this every week, Thomas. We have too many sports to get to. And yet we consistently do it every week. We haven't even gotten to the game. Yeah, but you're probably going to get this one. We haven't even gotten to the game. Are you okay? Okay. Are you ready for the game? I was just trying to transition. I thought that this was an interesting discussion we were having. Excuse me for why neither one of us read. I mean. Okay, but how many conversations have we had on or off pod about reading? So let's have it off pod. Okay, aggressive. I just I want to get to these spreads. Calm we didn't down. we didn't get to any headlines last week. Calm down. Or last episode. It'll be okay. We didn't get to a single headline they're except not, for Will Levis is good, and we were already out of time. I just forced that one. They're not going anywhere. It'll be okay. But, they're not. But. The game. Listen, this is why we should extend the length of our podcast. Okay, calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Hit number one. Seven. Poker was invented in this city. Well, you're making me want to pick Las Vegas. You're telling me to pick Las Vegas. I'm not picking Las Vegas. Okay. Give me poker? Like like Mm -hmm. gambling? Yep. Not gambling, but not poker. gambling in general, but like that kind of poker, yeah. like Texas Hold'em poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine this was. I will admit, when I read into this, I did not think it was real. I thought poker originated in Europe, but then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, "What country would I would you think poker originated from? Like, it doesn't really have a strong identity with 
any, you know? I would imagine poker that's been around a minute. And based on that, I'm going to imagine this is, once again, east of the Mississippi River. Um, give me... Just made me feel real bad about geography. You don't know where the Mississippi River is? I have a vague idea. Okay. Tennessee yeah. is right here. Mississippi is below it. Mm-hmm. Right above is Kentucky. And then you got like, I think that's Iowa right there. Over. Yeah. To the right. Yeah. That's Mississippi. Or that's the Mississippi River. Mississippi River literally runs like the border of Tennessee. The reason that's, it's so weird, it, it follows the Mississippi that's River. That's the only part of the Mississippi River that I'm confident in. As, yeah, so just go straight Memphis. up and straight down because it's relatively straight. It's not like I mean, it's got a lot of squiggles, but like in the grand scheme, when you zoom out, it's relatively straight. I got you. I got you. Um, you know what? Poker seems like an Ohio thing. Give me Cincinnati, Ohio. You know what the funny thing was? What's up? As I was literally looking up hints for Cincinnati, and then I changed my mind. Wow. So it is not Cincinnati. All right. Hint number two. The longest operating cathedral in the U.S. is located here. The Saint, the cathedral uh, was opened in 1794 and holds mass every week. Why did you say it like that? Say what? Like what? All right. 1794. Mm-hmm. Um, that is certainly pretty early on. So I'm pretty confident in the east of the Mississippi thing mm-hmm. now. I know Boston's a big Catholic city, but we've done Boston. Have we? I think so. You got? Did you write down Philadelphia last week? Mm-hmm. I wrote down okay. a number of cities. I didn't look... Look it up. So I can't prove you wrong yet, but I will. Okay. Um, what else is a pretty Catholic city? Uh, you know, we've been asked to put a timer on your uh, guesses. And have you? No, you haven't. So that's your fault. Okay. Con- uh, that's, because, that's because every time we bro uh, shit, you throw a fit. I do not throw a fit. You are like that I is think- such an over exaggerate. I say, uh, Chris literally said we should put a, a timer on David's guesses, and you said I agree, and I said I disagree. That's you throwing a fit. That was not. I'm gonna throw something at you. No, no, no. I'm so scared. You get mad at me for transitioning into our actual content, and then make me look like the bad guy. And I didn't now make you look like anything. And now you're saying I'm throwing a fit. You want to see me throw? No, I'm just kidding. What if I just flip the table? That would be very... Mics and all. That would be unsettling. That would be awful. That would be a lot of money we'd have to... Yeah. That's why I wouldn't do it right there. I'd hope so. I think it'd be funny, but the mics... You know, I disagree. I think it'd be a little unsettling, (laughs) but you know, you do you, Batman. (laughs) Could you imagine? What if I flipped the table? There are people like that. Yeah. There are people that just like, you say something, they flip a switch and can destroy someone or something. I've never been that angry ever, let alone just like been like this one time and then just one Dude, second. I can't even discipline a, discipline a dog. 
That's I can't, a fact. I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah, I agree. The second they start yelping or whining, I'm just like, oh my god, let me give you everything warm in the world. Yep. All of this time I've been stalling. Stalling? Yeah. Give me your answer. Give me Indianapolis, Indiana. No, but it's funny because that was another city I considered doing today. That is incorrect. Hit number three. This city is home to 21 historic districts, the most of any U.S. city. What does that mean, historic districts? I believe that's a district in the city that had, like, the entire district has, like, historic uh, protections. Interesting. Like, landmark protections, you know what I mean? All right. Give me New Orleans, Louisiana. That is the right answer. All right. Way to go. That was, that district one gave it away. Yeah, well... I thought I'd throw you off with the cathedral because it's the St. Louis Cathedral, but it didn't work. Thomas, where is the most popular cathedral in the world? Italia. It is in France. Really? It is the Notre Dame Cathedral. Oh, that math maths. Fair enough, fair enough. Would you like to hear the rest of the hints? Sure. I want to give you my thought process behind, though. Okay. You said districts. I immediately thought New Orleans, and then Mm -hmm. I thought... New Orleans is French. At the time of their invasion, the French were Catholic, very Catholic. So it would make sense for a major cathedral to be in a French city who does have a lot of historical districts, plus Notre Dame. They're known for historic cathedrals. Bang! Good for you. This is why I'm going going forward, you now have a minute to answer. No, why? Why? Uh, because I can't give you that much time to make all those dots. I need there to be. I need you to be on the clock. I answered that one within a minute. It was the one. It was the Indianapolis guest that took me forever. Exactly. No more taking forever. But I, I'm not. Gonna but the give one you, I actually got, I got within a minute. Okay, but I'm not going to give you time to start narrowing cities down before you get to the one that you can get it on. You know what? Fine. Two minutes. No. One minute. Minute and a half. One minute singular minute. 60 minute seconds. Half. Minute and a half. 55. Give me 90 seconds. 55. 100 seconds. 50. 50. 50. 50? 5,050 seconds? No. I'm good with that. No. Sweet. So we oh. landed on 5,050 seconds. I will. Let's uh, have the rest of the hints. And hint number four was in 1850, this city created possibly one of the most groundbreaking inventions in all of human history. With the addition of a half tablespoon of cold water, a sugar cube, four dashes of Peshud's bitters, absinthe, a lemon peel, and two and a half ounces of whiskey, America's first mixed drink was invented. The Sazerac. Sounds terrible. Does sound terrible, but it's historical. It's the first ever mixed drink? America's first mixed drink. That's all that matters. America. America. Heck yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hit number five was spring training and baseball originated in this city in 1870 when the Chicago White Stockings, who are now the Chicago Cubs, traveled to the city to play the Cincinnati Red Stockings and decided to stay a few weeks to train in the ideal weather. The White Stockings and the Red Stockings. That is correct. That is correct. (laughs) And then the last hint was... This city's NFL stadium, the Superdome, 
has hosted the most Super Bowls of any sport facility and has hosted seven of the city's ten Super Bowls. Repeat that one. This city's NFL stadium, the Superdome, has hosted the most Super Bowls of any sport facility and has hosted seven of the city's ten total Super Bowls. Uh, I would have gotten from the Superdome. Well, the Superdome wasn't in the hint, but since you already know. Oh. Well, then I probably, had you not used the districts, I probably wouldn't have got that one. Well, you know, the thing about New Orleans was it's, it was very hard to find hints for it because it's all Cajun, Creole, Katrina, flooding. Like, a lot of their hints are very apparent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, the districts, could, like, I didn't know if you knew this, but uh, oh, also Mardi Gras, Bourbon Street. Yep, yep. None of those are things I could use. Why uh, not? Oh, I can't imagine why. Uh, did you know that on the little boats that go up and down the canal during Mardi Gras, it is illegal to board one without wearing a Mardi Gras mask? I did not know that. Well, now you do. Fair enough. Boom, boom, boom. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. Same. I hear it smells very bad. I don't necessarily want to go to like Mardi Gras New Orleans. That seems like too much. I just want to go when it's chill. Yeah. I want to get an idea for what New Orleans yeah. is like. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds and looks like a phenomenal city. How cool it'd be to be in the same place where Tatiana was. Where Prince Naveen was. Did you know that New Orleans was in a roundabout way named after a Roman emperor? I emperor. did not. Uh, yeah, so it was named after the second duke of uh, the city that begins with an A. Uh, no, no, no. The second duke of Orleans, which was named after the that emperor. That not em- emperor? I don't know. Caesar? See, maybe Caesar. I didn't think that was the word I saw, but it could have been Caesar. It might have been emperor. Whatever, this Roman dude. Uh so they named Orleans after him, and then they named New Orleans after Orleans. So in a roundabout way, New Orleans is named after an emperor. Fair enough. The more you know. Unpopular opinion. Okay. I love roundabouts. Yeah? I think they're a great way to manage traffic. Did you know New Orleans was also defended by a pirate in the War of 1812? Like a real pirate? Like a real pirate. Real pirates still existed in the 19th century? Yeah. Real pirates exist now. No, they don't. There's a whole movie about Captain Phillips. I am the captain now. I've never seen that movie. That's Yeah, but it, it's, a, it's a well-known story. Somalian pirates... Don't know the story. ...take over like a tanker. Somalian pirates are different. I think when by, I say pirates, I mean dudes that live on their ships, that travel anywhere and everywhere, plundering for gold. Like I mean, like pirates, pirates, not Somalian pirates who live on land, go home and sleep in beds, and then get on boats and go harass people in the water. That's fair. I mean pirates, pirates. No, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Uh, no, but he was a pirate, pirate. You know, I was a pirate once. Used to illegally download all kinds of music. Heyo. 
I don't know who's in charge of that, but they're going to show up at our house now and be like... No, they're not. Because of songs I pirated when I was 12 years old? No, they're not. Did you never see those warnings on the DVDs before the movie started? I didn't pirate any DVDs. But did you ever watch a DVD? That was pirated? No. You remember 05... Circa yeah. 05. No, no, I know what you're talking about, but I'm saying yeah. I never pirated DVDs. No, I'm not saying you did, but I'm saying that those warnings, they made it pretty clear what happens to people who pirate things. It they, also says piracy is a victimless crime. Or uh, is not a victimless crime. It's, it, I mean... Which is not true. That's like saying stealing chapstick from Walmart is not a victimless crime. Yes, it is. I mean, technically, Walmart's the victim. No, they're not. Can we talk about how silly it was that Walmart was like, man, we're going to close if the theft doesn't quit. And it's like, mathematically, you're like, that makes so little sense because you're going to steal more money from yourself by closing than the people thieving have. Like, or probably could ever conceive of getting. Like, it's such a... Uh, also, I feel like if there's an issue with theft that is ongoing and chronic, yeah, then that's your fault. Yeah. But like to me, the whole response was like, ah, you gave me a paper cut on my toe. I'm now going to shoot myself in the foot as a response. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. it's like, okay, you do you, like, what are you doing? Someone probably told CEO Walmart about all the crime and he goes, we have crime. Enough to war it's statistics. statistics. <laughs> that was a cheeky little new girl quote for you guys. Did you know that the guy who played Winston originally tried out for a coach? I think I just watched the same interview you watched. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's boring. And then when Coach had to go back to the other show he was doing because no one thought he would get picked up. I think. They wrote a new part for Winston. For Winston. I love Winston, dude. So Me much. too. Way better than Coach. Yeah, yeah. I loved Coach. He was awesome. But like Winston, Winston and Lamorne Morris played it. Yeah. Perfectly. Like. But like Winston. Incredibly. Winston was is that character that like if you remove him, the show just feels naked. But you wouldn't think that initially. I just thought about the photo shoot he did with uh, with uh, Ferguson. Ferguson. Oh man, I love Winston, dude. He's so. Nick Miller will always be my favorite new girl character. Yeah, but golly, if Winston's not close, <laughs> I love Winston so much. If you... I think Winston's made me laugh. Let me proportionally. If everything that. Nick says everything that Schmidt says, everything that Jess says, everything that Cece says, whatever, right? Probably 30% of what Nick says makes me cackle laughing. Mm -hmm. Probably 20% of what Jess says, probably 28% of what Schmidt says, Cece's boring, so probably 10% of what Cece says. Minimum 60% of what Winston says makes me laugh. Minimum. So proportionately, granted Nick is in the show a lot more, so I would say Nick probably makes me laugh more. But proportionately, the person whose voice more often makes me laugh, far and away, Winston. Um, that little arc with the Asian man 
the older Asian man and Nick. That's gold. Yeah. I, I just yeah. want... I wish what do you I mean could... Little Ark? He met him, became best friends with him. He was at his wedding. Yeah, but like he was only in like, what, 10 episodes? Maybe? Oh, Tran. You dog. I know what you're saying. No, you don't. You don't know what he just said. He didn't say anything. <laughs> I love it. I just... I wish I could have been there when that was pitched or like received for the first time. You know? Yeah. Like, okay. And there's going to be this older asian man who doesn't say a word the entire time and at one point he holds jake johnson cradling him in his hands and in a, in a bathtub in a bathtub not a bathtub it's like a pool like, like a, a bathhouse yeah um did i did you see the interview that burt kreischer is this like cooking show um and he has guests on there oh boy and he had Jake Johnson. And he was talking about his kids. He says, you have two girls, right? And he goes, yeah, twins. <laughs> and Bert goes, oh, conjoined? <laughs> and he goes, uh, no, fraternal. Wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so I said, I have twins. And most people's first thought is fraternal or identical. And your first, your legitimate first thought was conjoined. <laughs> Bert was like, yeah. <laughs> Jake Johnson is so dumbfounded. I broke oh. I broke Ben the other day. Yeah. We were talking about someone, and I was like, I wouldn't be mad if a flower pot fell on his head. <laughs> Just from like two stories though. That like, and then I was like, Do you ever think about how like devastating to a day it would be to have a flower pot fall on your head because not only do you from get two stories dude like yeah. a ceramic flower pot yeah. you're going to the hospital yeah but not only that dude you're covered in dirt i'm okay with that if i'm not going to the hospital yeah but then you got to go back home what if you're on your way to somewhere doesn't matter you're going to the hospital two stories a little ceramic pot a little ceramic pot full of five pounds worth of dirt falling from two stories, consistently picking up velocity okay, until okay, it meets okay, your very thin okay, skull. Okay, here's a question. Here's a question. How big of a ceramic pot do you think I'm referring to when I, when I say this? When I think of a typical flower pot, I'm thinking, yay big, yay tall? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Who has that kind of tiny flower pot on their balcony sill? i'm thinking of a flower pot that's on a window seal then how would it fall out i don't know cat a breeze i don't know if it's on a window sill then there's a window but the window's open why would you have your window open and a tiny thing that could hurt someone and can fall due to wind sitting there blame disney why would I do that? Because in any Disney movie where there's... They oh, have big flower pots. Not necessarily. The Bee Movie. Never seen the Bee Movie. Really? Really. It doesn't interest me even in the slightest. I mean, it's it's not good, but it's definitely something that I feel like... It, like. Also, the Bee... Is that even a Disney movie? Close Isn't enough. that DreamWorks? Same difference. Not... DreamWorks, Disney, both begin with a D. One of them has a good body of work, and the other one is DreamWorks. DreamWorks has a bad body of work. They have 30% of their movies good. Yeah. But which like is the a point horrible is, body a, of work. Okay, Toy Story. 
where do you see a flower pot this big in Toy Story in a windowsill with an open window? Andy's mom. That's simple. Show me. Okay. After pod, you can show me. Okay. I'm, and also, it's a cartoon! Okay, and I was raised on cartoons, so excuse me for monkey seeing, monkey doing. Okay? So did you think if you ran off a cliff, you would, your legs would just keep running fast enough until you looked at the camera and went, uh-oh, and then fall? Yes. Did you think a 5,000-pound anvil could fall on top of you, followed by a piano, and you would just get up and be flattened out and then reinflate like a balloon? Quite literally, yes. Oh. So you were just like a dumb kid. You're a dumb kid. I was a very smart kid. Mm-hmm. It sounds like me and you were the opposite. Uh, you were pretty dumb and then worked your butt off and became really smart like you are now. Versus me, I was really smart and didn't work at all. And now I'm really dumb. No, I'm just, I was smart when it came to selective things. Hold on. Hold on. This is necessary. How old were you? When you realized an anvil cannot fall on you and you survive? Mm-hmm. Probably about 14. See, that's too old. No, I'm just kidding. If I you was, had said eight? I was I was probably like 10. Are we really splitting hairs with elementary school right now? One of them is third grade. One of them is going into fifth. What, different, what difference does it make? I didn't believe it in middle school. I believed it in elementary school. Okay? Is that is there any more distinction you need? I would really rather you be eight. What, what difference does it make? But it's still not as bad as like 14. Well, yeah. When did you find out, Santa? Uh, never mind. I was eight. Wow. Your childhood was depressing. My, my thought process... When I was a kid, my sister was pissed. She was like, you mean... Wait, really fast. Huh. Do you think we have kids listening to this? Probably not. Santa's not real. Um, My mom's whole thought process... You just ripped it off. Just like... Yeah, because there's probably not kids listening to this. Well, if they are, if they're hard, they're traumatized. Santa, it, it's a joke. Santa's you're, definitely... You're going to go to... You know what's going to happen? What's that? You're going to go to youth one day. To do your little jobby job. And then one of the younger kids in your youth who just stumbled across this podcast episode is going to just be visibly traumatized. Sucks for them. It's a... I, I think... I personally don't think you should lie to your kids and tell them Santa's real. I think the whole thing is silly. Who The are whole thing you? is manipulative. The whole idea is silly. You're a terrible person. Why? Why? Why is it that Santa, the fake Santa Claus is so important? Last time we got into this conversation, your mom yelled at me. That's be Yeah, that's because you have, that's a stupid take. The Why? presence of Santa Claus is important. Why? Because he spreads wholesomeness and okay. cheer and happy and this okay. world needs more of that. And that is fine in movies and television and it like that's fine. I'm not saying we shouldn't portray Santa Claus in media. But if, I'm not saying we shouldn't portray happiness and joy and hope in media, but like so, let's say a 5-year-old kid. Okay. No, let's say an 8-year-old kid mm-hmm. believes in Santa Claus. But his parents are dead broke. Dad works two jobs, mom is disabled, he has four siblings. 
and they barely make altogether 20k a year and that's gross hmm. so he comes goes home barely gets to eat and when christmas comes around he thinks now that there is this guy who flies around the entire world giving anybody and everybody gifts but doesn't care about him and his family i think that's an extreme example and i think there's ways around that i think we can put up in media about like the movie elf it's my favorite movie of all time it's literally about santa claus yeah it's my favorite christmas movie of all time okay we can have that i think it's great i think the joy it spreads is amazing okay without having this lie about kids or about Santa where kids go to school every year brag about all the stuff they got while other kids have to be sad about the lack of stuff that they got and it just becomes a measuring contest I mean because that's all for me when I was a kid the first thing I did when I got back to school was compare my gifts from Santa to the other kids gifts from Santa well why would you do that that's what everyone did What'd you get from Santa this year? Oh, those are so cool. I wanted that. I got this new Power Rangers movie. Oh, what blah. That's what everybody did. Well, you know. Why would you let your child in that situation, who's probably living a tough life, believe that there's any magic left in the world? Sorry, little Billy. The world sucks. Get over it. So you think it's better to say that Hey, little Billy, this really cool guy is going to give everyone presents but you? No, I think at that point, you as the parent need to figure out how to portray your situation to where it comes across that your kid isn't being punished for any reason whatsoever. But I don't know, man. To me, to me. Again, this is an off-pod conversation. No, no, no. We started but, this. We're no, because I got real questions that I want to ask you for later. To me, to me, Santa Claus is a, or the idea of Santa Claus is a big part in the culture of Christmas. But to me, the big thing about Christmas is spreading warmth to others. It's not about presents. And when I have, if, if, and when I have a child, that is going to be the thing that is hammered in is like, yeah, we get, we get presents on Christmas. You get presents. That's the smallest part about what this holiday is about though. I agree with you 150%, but I want you to think back to your childhood Mm -hmm. and don't think back from ideals or whatever legitimately okay legitimately your legitimate experience okay because i can look back and think yeah my mom taught me this this and this and my mom was awesome but if i think back to it me and my mom had a rocky relationship Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean yeah so i mean legitimate Mm -hmm. when it came to santa claus at christmas time what did you think about well i thought about presents Exactly. That's all I thought. Like when I thought about Santa Claus, I didn't think, man, that guy is super awesome. I can't believe he just does all this out of the goodness of his own heart. I'm going to be good to other people who don't have a lot. I thought, ooh, he's going to bring me a bike. I mean, 
I thought about the logistics of hitting every single house. I also night. thought about that. And then when I when I realized time zones were a thing, I was like, "That's how he does it. <laughs> that is how he does it. It is it is midnight here, and it is daytime there. That is how he does it." But no, I thought about that stuff too. But yeah. the point is, you didn't think like I understand that there is an ideal that Santa Claus brings. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I'm not saying we should get rid of that. I'm not even saying we should get rid of the idea of Santa Claus. I'm just saying when it comes to teaching kids that there's a magical dude that flies around, like that becomes too much to you, me. You know what it sounds like to me? What's that? It sounds like you just want credit instead of giving credit to some imaginary being when you give your child a really good Christmas present. I don't have kids. In the future. Why would I be this hard up about it for a thing that's going to be 20 years down the road? I don't know. Maybe you're sensitive. <laughs> I don't I don't live in your head. I think Santa portrayed in the media, awesome. But at least from my experience, now that's important because my experience is different than everyone else's experience, right? From my experience, the only thing Santa was good for was comparing what he brought me to other kids. In in terms of like me as a child, I'm not saying I didn't learn. Like my mom all every year hammered in the focus of Christmas. Loving on people, giving people, giving to people, like like giving is so much more important than getting. Like my mom hammered that in. But when she did, it didn't have anything to do with Santa Claus. And when I watched movies and TVs, it was almost like a different, like the Santa Claus in those mm-hmm. was not the Santa Claus that brought me gifts. You know what I mean? So it was a different kind of... I don't know if it was hammered into me, but this was my perception of Santa Claus. And I'm probably going to get a lot of like eye rolls from people listening to this. But to me, Santa Claus was more of a... uh, God, there's no way to say this without it sounding horrendous. But I viewed him almost in the same light as I viewed Jesus. And what I mean by that is someone who is dedicating their life for others. So to me, Santa Claus, the idea of Santa Claus, was this man who worked with his elves tirelessly all year just so that he could bring everyone in the world a little bit of joy one day a year. That was my perception of Santa Claus. Interesting. But. I just, but like even still, I don't know, man. I don't know. You can still, I don't know. Teach them about, teach your kids about Jesus. If you want, if you want that sort of thing, teach your kids about Jesus. But what if you're not a Christian? Then you're teaching your kid to idolize something that you're going to then rip away from them when they're nine years old. Don't get over it character building hold on hold on hold on you just talked about you just talked about santa claus as a literal deity no 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 no. and then you think and then when i say you eventually will have to tell this child that you've been lying to them for nine years and everything they know has been a lie and rip that deity away from them and then your reaction is Oh, God. 
deity is a stretch. You quite literally just compared him to Jesus freaking Christ. In the sense that they both... Who is a? Deity. But in the sense of them both living for others and sacrificing for others. Not that he is a deity that should be worshipped. I didn't say that at all. And I addressed the fact before I said it that it was going to sound Looney Tunes and bananas. And I knew that you, yes, you, were going to make those connections and those dots to make me sound like the crazy person. But I got news for you, Jack. You're the crazy person because you don't believe we should tell children about Santa Claus at all. How did we end up? Arguing about the divinity of Santa Claus? Because you called Santa Claus a deity. And then um, tried to say that I called Santa Claus a deity. You called Santa Claus a deity. No. You called Santa Claus a deity. Santa Claus is not a deity. He is a mythical implant. <laughs> like Celebi. The Pokemon? Yeah. No. Because Celebi's a mythical Pokemon. Yeah, but Celebi doesn't be bringing people joy. Have you ever seen Celebi? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Okay, when it hugs a person, come tell me something different, okay? Santa's never hugged a person. Does all the time. Santa's not real. Mall Santas are. All right. Anyway, Mm -hmm. again, we don't teach kids that... Clifford the Big Red Dog is real, but Clifford the Big Red Dog still spreads joy and love and laughter. To such a small scale until you're like four. Okay, I'm just but saying- there are a lot of things globally that we that we portray as fiction that kids can still be inspired by that we don't have to lie to them about. Not really. It is absolutely lying. Is it? It is deceiving at the least. Which is not technically lying. It quite literally is. No, no, no. You see, you can deceive people by without lying. lying. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But and when in regards to Santa, you tell them someone's real. That's not. So it is lying. Not necessarily. What if little Timmy at the school told my child that Santa Claus was real, and then I just capitalize on that? Anyway. So should we should so what about the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy? You've been you've been dismissed from your roles. What do you mean? What about the the Easter, the Bunny. Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy? The Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. What do you mean? The what Easter Bunny, mean? first of all, doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. But I never believed in the Easter Bunny because it never made sense to me. I did, but I was raised Catholic, and Easter's like Easter's a big deal, right? But like, yeah. cat, like it's their Super Bowl. Well, Easter's you know? a big deal for us too. It's my favorite liturgical holiday. No, no, holiday. no, it is. That I'm like, what I'm saying is like, it is a big deal for all Christian religions, but for Catholics, it's like their Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just, I, I never believed in the Easter Bunny. I did believe in the Tooth Fairy, and mm-hmm. my my response to that was the same as my response to to Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Am I still going to be getting money? Cool. I don't care if it's a little fairy or you. So am I still going to be getting gifts? Cool. I don't care if it's Santa or my mom. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me that the first thing you thought 
when you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real was, am I still getting gifts? Yes. You can ask my mom. What happened? My mom told my sister. Okay. Uh, actually, someone at school told my sister. And Samantha comes home irate. Are you telling me for 10 years of my life you've been lying to me? She was flabbergasted. And so my mom sat us both down. I was like, hey, this is the situation. And explained to us Santa Claus. And at, you can ask my mom. I said, do we still get presents on Christmas even though we don't believe anymore? And she goes, yeah. I said, sweet. I was eight. I'm going to need to ask my mom how I reacted because I think I might be getting my little, like, things flippy-flopped. But I don't want to voice that until I know because then it's just going to sound like I'm bragging about being a good person. We have 12 minutes. Left? Yeah. Oh, we should probably talk about sports. How did you... How do you do this every time, Thomas? You're the one who said some abhorrent disgusting ideals my ideals were not abhorrent i didn't even talk about ideals your ideal is that we would face santa out that's not an ideal that is the definition of an ideal the definition no it's not yes it is that's Define. a parenting philosophy. That's not an ideal. That is your ideal parenting philosophy, is it not? <sighs> Semantics. As I said earlier, the sports books have not been kind to us. Last week, you guys know the drill. This week, it was even worse for Thomas. Uh, Thomas beat me by one game. I beat you by two games. I'm still. I beat you by three games. Oh, we're tied. Yeah, Thomas was three eleven and two last week. Yep. How's that make you feel? I blame Matt Canada. That's. I don't know how it's his fault, but it is. (laughs) Uh, I went six eight and two last week, which brings our current our current our current totals, both of us. To 61, 57, and 4. So we are currently tied. We are currently tied, yes. Currently tied. <laughs> uh, we are currently tied uh, for now. Don't worry, I'll take the lead this weekend. Um, but, started off Thursday night football. Pittsburgh Steelers, who were favored by 3.5, got a big win over Tennessee by 4. Thomas and I both called that one. Big facts. Uh, so we got Pittsburgh. And, uh, yeah. The next one. The Washington Commanders are going on to Foxborough to face the New England Patriots. The Patriots are minus two and a half. You know, I got to take the commies here because the second I bet against them is the second that they win and the spread. Um, I don't trust Washington. Okay. I don't trust Ron Rivera. I don't trust Sam Howell. He played pretty good last week, which means this week he'll probably play pretty bad. That's a fair. So uh, I've got New England in that game. Okay. Indianapolis in Carolina. Indy. Carolina is plus two and a half. Indy. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Congratulations. You beat another rookie. Can, good job. Yeah. I. It's kind of upsetting to me that Indy is only two and a half point favorites. I get it, but it still upsets me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, this team's only win came when they scored 15 points. Um, and my team 
is only two point favorites over that, and yep. that is sad. Uh, even with a backup quarterback, Miami versus Kansas City in Frankfurt, Germany. Ooh, Kansas City's the home team, but it doesn't matter. It's in Frankfurt, Germany. Kansas City is minus one and a half. Revenge game for Tyreek Hill, or revenge game for Patrick Mahomes because Tyreek Hill's the one who left. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. That's not a hard one, dude. I think I gotta go KC though. Here's my reasoning. I am also going KC. Like I want to pick Miami, but I think I need to go KC. We have seen Miami against bad teams and against good teams, and it's like they're two different teams. Yeah. We've seen that offense they flourish. Don't, they don't handle adversity adversity well. And when faced with really good defenses. They have not flourished. And Miami or in Kansas City has like the third overall defense this year. Yeah. So with that, I think Miami's offense struggles. I also think Patrick Mahomes is coming off maybe the worst game of his career, and he's gonna be pretty pissed and he's gonna play pretty hard. Yeah. Uh so Got with it. those two things being said, I like Kansas City. Uh that being game. said though, with it being a Germany game, it could go. Yeah. Oh, way. yeah. And I would be. And that's flying to Germany, which is yeah. another hour and a half past England, like. Different time zones. Yeah. Even that's very, very true. Them. Oh, man. I didn't think about the weather and all that. Patrick Mahomes is getting over the flu still. Travis Kelsey has now T Swizzle. I'm going to stick with Kansas City. Okay. I'm going to stick with Kansas City. What about you? You sticking with Kansas City? No, I'm going to change. Yeah. Give me Miami. All right. M-I-A. Uh, Seattle. Traveling to the great city of Maryland. State of Maryland. Baltimore. To take on the Baltimore... I almost said the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens are minus six against Seattle. I'm feeling spicy. Give me the Seahawks. All right. I feel like six is a big spread for this game. Yeah. I would that, seems, three. that seems too big, which leads me to believe there's something that hasn't come out about Seattle. There's someone injured that we don't know about in Seattle. I wonder if Leonard Williams is going to play. Which makes me lean even heavier on Baltimore. Okay. Because that big of a spread tells me something's weird. I just I feel like Jamal Adams going like as a is going to do a good job of locking Lamar down because Jamal Adams is kind of like a safety linebacker hybrid and like he's or he's a safety he doesn't really play linebacker uh, except for you know very specific times but he has a history of blitzing and getting to the quarterback very easily yeah so I'm I'm banking on Jamal Adams here to have a big old day fair enough fair enough um, next game is in Cleveland in the dog pound. They are ho- playing host to uh, the new and improved. I don't know if improved is the right word. Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray is questionable this week. I, I think I'm going Cleveland. I don't know how I feel about that. Deshaun Watson is out this week. Yeah, I that's think- confirmed. I think I'm, I mean I think the offense has played better with PJ Walker in. Oh, I should also tell you the spread. Cleveland is minus ten. Oh. <laughs> I think Arizona loses this game 
I think Arizona loses this game pretty handedly, but I also think tens a lot. This dude. is two backup quarterbacks. This is injury riddled team versus not good team. Yeah, tens a lot also, of points. I I I like this to be like a like a a six nil game or like a nine three game. Yeah. So I'm think, taking Arizona. I think I'm also taking Arizona. I don't think they're going to put up offense at all. Because no matter how you slice it, you either have a young and experienced quarterback starting against the best defense in the league, or you have a... A third-string quarterback. That's who I was talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kyler. No, Kyler is a inconsistent quarterback oh, a guy who hasn't played also in a off year. Also coming major injury. Like, yeah, 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 I think yeah, yeah. either way, you're kind of... I'm like, if I'm Arizona, I don't put Kyler in this week. I think, Fair like... What's the harm in waiting another week with what your team is? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got Arizona. You got Arizona. Yeah. Next game. In Houston, Tampa Bay versus the Texans. Uh, The Texans are minus three. Give me Tampa. I also have Tampa. Um, I'm a believer. Vita Vea is back. Ooh, that's a big get. Vita Vea is back. I like Tampa Bay in this game. Um, I think... Houston shocked a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think they're kind of coming back down to where we thought they would be. Um, and so, I like yeah, I like Tampa Bay. I mean, I think they still already have more wins than we thought they'd have for sure. And CJ Stroud is still playing really good. Absolutely, he didn't play um, super great last week, but it yeah, was yeah, kind yeah. of a scuff. But that's game. one game, right? Yeah. All right. I think we're. I think. This is a big game for Texans fans to see how Stroud responds to a, a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a loss, but like but a, a bad, bad game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Chicago traveling down south to the uh, historic district city mm-hmm. of New Orleans to play in the Astrodome. Is that what it's called? No, Superdome. Superdome. Astrodome is in Texas. You're right. The Saints are minus eight. Give me the Bears. I also have the Bears, which is odd that we're both picking the Bears. Yeah. Uh, and, again, that's because I don't trust New Orleans, if I'm being honest. It's the same reason I picked Chicago against um, L.A. last week. I didn't trust Brandon Staley. I don't trust New Orleans. So, I like Chicago here as well. Minnesota. Going into Atlanta, remember Kirk Cousins tore his ACL. Justin Jefferson is still on IR. Uh, Atlanta's minus three and a half in Atlanta. I don't even know if Josh Dobbs is starting or if it's the other kid. I don't know what the situation is at quarterback for Minnesota. I think I got to take. Oh, no. Easy. Give me Atlanta. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. You make your pick. I've already picked Atlanta. Taylor Heineke is starting this week. Oh. Also, you can't just leave out pertinent information like that. Why not? It's not my fault you don't know it. The Rams going up against Green Bay Packers. The Packers are minus three. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Matthew Stafford is questionable this week. Yep. Who's their backup? I don't know. It's not Stetson Bennett. He's on their team, but he's on PUP. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up. Speak about football. Here's what I'm doing. I am 
putting my faith that Matthew Stafford is going to play. Okay. Uh, this 100% to me leans on Matthew Stafford. Brett Ripien. This is 100% dependent, my pick, 100% dependent on Matthew Stafford. So the fact that he's questionable makes this very hard. Because yeah. I think if he plays, they win. Yeah. I think if he does not play, they lose. And Green Bay, I think, is the type of opponent. If they were playing Kansas City, I in my head, they're sitting Stafford. They're letting him get healthy, whatever. But this is a team in a very good division that needs wins now. And with Stafford, even a 50% Stafford, they have a good shot at beating Green Bay. And so this is the type of game where I feel like they would put him in mm-hmm. because they need a win. Whereas if right. they were playing a Miami or a Kansas City or a Philadelphia, they would sit him and let him get healthy. Yeah. So I'm I'm trusting that, and I'm picking the Rams. Okay. You're taking Green Bay? I sure am. All right. The New York Giants travel to the city of Sin, where Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders, who are starting Aiden O'Connell with their new head coach and new GM. Uh, interim head coach and interim GM. Las Vegas is minus two. I think I got to take the Giants here. All right. I think that the Raiders are going to be better under the new leadership just uh, because it's not the old leadership. But I think it's going to take a couple weeks for them to get going. It's important to note that Daniel Jones is out. Terod Taylor also out. Jeez. I don't know who they're playing at quarterback this week. Seriously, dude? What are they? Uh, no, they're playing. Uh, they are playing Saquon Barkley at quarterback. That is uh, what what is happening for sure. Uh, Raiders, give me the Raiders. Who are they playing at quarterback? Tommy DeVito. <laughs> the actor? That no no. Uh, who is this? That's what I want to know. Tommy DeVito. He is an American football player. Thank you for that information. I never would have. Uh, he went to the University of Illinois. Interesting. Why don't college football stats just pop up the way that um, like NFL stats do? Have you ever noticed that? Hold on. Like you have to actively seek out. Oh, Syracuse in Illinois. He started two seasons in college. Uh, very okay. Yeah, give me the Raiders. Hold on. On the depth chart, okay. Terod Taylor is listed as out. Daniel Jones is not. So is Daniel Jones playing? What the heck, man? He is cleared to return. He's been re- okay. No, give me the uh, give me the Giants. He will play in Week Nine versus the Raiders. Give me the Giants. Okay, I could have sworn I saw something. I'm glad we looked that up because I could have sworn I saw something that said he was out. And Taylor to, was out. Why are you trying to tank me, man? Well, no, that's why I looked it up. Because I was pretty sure, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um. So that's why I looked it up. So how you're many, taking the Giants. I'm taking the Raiders. How many more games do we got? Uh, One, two, three. Oh, boom. Yeah, I'm we're, taking the Raiders. We're breaking free. So in. Dallas. Going to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia's minus three. The last time they played in Dallas, Philadelphia demolished Dallas. Dallas, however, been playing pretty good football recently. 
Is this a revenge game? I think Philly's going to come out swinging. I think I think I think Philly's going to show that they are the premier or attempt to show that they are the premier NFC title threat. I don't think this is like the one in Dallas. I think if this game was in Dallas, Dallas would win. I think it's going to be a close game. But being in Philly, I give the edge to Philly. I think they win by more than three. I think it's going to be a tough Sunday for Chris. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I do. I don't think it's going to be a 30-point win or anything. Oh, I don't know about that. But I think they win by more than three. I think they win by two scores. Buffalo versus Cincinnati. This feels like the game of the week to me. Buffalo versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati is minus two and a half. Man, there's some difficult ones. Yeah. I <laughs> I think I'm going Cincinnati. All right. All right. I chose Buffalo. I, I understand. I don't know why. I... There's just my, a gut feeling. Listen, my gut was screaming Buffalo, but my gut has been very bad the last two weeks. So listen, fair enough. I'm fading the gut. I don't know why, man. I just I've had this gut feeling about this game, so I picked Buffalo. I think it's a good game. Yeah, I think it's a very good game. I think Buffalo's finally figured it out. I think, or Cincinnati's finally figured it out. I think when Buffalo does have it figured out, they're unstoppable. I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo. The Chargers going to MetLife to take on the Jets. The Chargers are minus three and a half. I think I... I feel like this shouldn't be a question. Yeah. I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah. But I'm not confident. I should be a lot more confident than I am. If you would ask me, David, would you rather get thrown into a pit full of black widow spiders mm-hmm. or get thrown into a pit full of venomous snakes? I'm going to choose the spiders. I don't really? want either one. I would rather be not thrown in either one. Yeah. But at least you got a fighting chance. I can stomp on spiders. I can smack and kill spiders. Yeah. I got nothing against venomous snakes. Yeah. Nothing. They kill me. I'm done. I'm probably dead in the Black Widows too, but either way. But the point is, I don't want to be in either one. Mm-hmm. But if I have to be in one, I'll take the spiders. That's fair. I don't trust Brandon Staley. I don't trust Zach Wilson. But if you ask me which one I trust more. more, No. If you ask me which one I trust less... It's Zach Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. Um, we've at least seen really good things out of this Chargers offense. Mm-hmm. Even on occasion out of this Chargers defense. On very rare occasion. Quentin Johnson though, not so much. We have seen very mediocre out of Zach Wilson. Yeah. And a whole lot of absolute hot garbage. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the Chargers as well. I get it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I know this. Hopefully this week is substantially better than last week. 
You want to know something crazy? What's that? I don't know why I just thought about this, but I did. I don't know. My why. fantasy team was three and zero without Kamara. Yeah. Kamara comes back. We're one and four. My team got better. And you want just as much for Kamara as someone else should want for CMC. Oh, I mean, I think that not just as much, but that's around the ballpark. I'm looking. Disagree. Like, may, like, like, say you get like a uh, for CMC. Say like you want a high first and a good starter. I high want... first for thirty year old running back. He's twenty seven. CMC is only twenty seven. Yeah. No shot. According to what I looked up, Kamara's CMC's only 27? Kamara's only 28. Kamara's older than CMC? Yep. It feels like CMC's been in the league for 10 years. It feels like it. I know he hasn't. But no, anyway. but uh, like say you want, say it just for example, for like easy, you know, if you want a high first and a top 10 starter for CMC, I want like a mid first and a top 20 starter for Kamara. Interesting. Like, like, there's that what you... I want a degree lesser. Because Kamara is a degree lesser. Okay. But statistically, they're very similar. Fair enough. Next game. Next game? We're playing a game? No, is that the last game? Yeah, we're done. Oh, oh that was fast. Yeah, that's Quick it. and easy. That's because we barely talked about it. Oh, fair, 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 <laughs> fair, fair. fair. Who do you got? Uh, these people, this is why. Cool. Me too. This is why. Cool. All right. <laughs> like we, we zip through those. That's that's Because fair. someone started talking about Santa Claus. And someone decided to have a whack opinion about Santa Claus. I'm not saying the dude is awful. I'm not saying he spreads bad cheer. No, but you're just saying we should remove him. No. Existence. No. Mm. I'm saying we shouldn't lie listen, to our kids about listen, him. David, David, David. We don't need to get into another hour-long discussion about this. If you watch How to Train Your Dragon okay, with your three-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and he says, Daddy, can I get, can I get a dragon like Hiccup? Are you going to say, yeah, man, I'll tell Santa? Or are you going to say, no, buddy, Hiccup's a fictional character. Dragons don't exist. But isn't he the cutest little baby ever? Yeah. We can watch lots of Hiccup, but unfortunately, he's not real. I think there's a difference. It's going to be the latter. I think there's You a, can still portray the awesomeness of Santa Claus. I think there's And a you difference, can still you know get across what Santa means without lying to your children and making them believe that this mythical creature is real. Here's the thing, David. Here's the thing, David. If you do that, and let's just say, like... That was implemented on a global scale. Two generations from now, no one's going to give a toot about Santa Claus. Then why do people still give a toot about dragons? Who gives a toot about dragons? Says the guy who loves Game of Thrones. Oh my god. Says the guy who loves Harry Potter. Says the guy who loves How to Train Your Dragon. I don't love How to Train Your Dragon. Then you're wrong. Also, what? There's one dragon in Harry Potter? There are multiple dragons there's three dragons in game of thrones there's at least four dragons in one harry potter movie which one the goblet of fire oh yeah they all have to defeat a dragon yeah uh no also in the first harry potter movie hagrid hatches a dragon oh my god david the point of the matter is is those are so so like 
are the dragons a more relevant part in Game of Thrones? Sure. But we're talking about like a more complementary aspect to the story. Also, you want to talk about the importance of Santa Claus. How come he's only important for two months out of the year? He's not. He's just working silently up in the North Pole. But what I'm saying is you don't talk to your kids about the importance of Santa Claus from January to October. That's because you don't talk about Christmas with your kids from January to October. And that's my point. Because Santa Claus is rooted in a holiday that happens <coughs> once a year. Now I'm just saying, if it was that important and that developmentally important to young children, it wouldn't be something reserved for two months a year. Just because it isn't the end-all, be-all 12 months a year doesn't mean it's not important. Listen, I don't know what your opinion is on Santa Claus. I know what my stupid co-hosts is. <laughs> I don't know if you care more about dragons than Santa. I do. What is wrong with you? Dragons are dope, dude. No, let me rephrase. I don't know what is wrong with you. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but listen, I don't know about you, but uh, we're, we're just, just here so we don't, don't get fined. fined.